0: tell you it's been a crazy 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 24 hours in crypto between yesterday's show today's spaces then going on with cz and i've got answers from you with cz from his spaces um then cz unfriending me because of the dumb interns that work in this business which we have to talk about then we got the fomc meeting coming up today and you know one of the things we need to talk about before the fomc meeting is what the hell happened yesterday to the nasdaq why did the nasdaq shoot up like that and come down because if that if that happened yesterday then what is the market expecting today? Also, today I've got I have stop stop stop. I have exclusive live footage of Sam Bankman-Fried being arrested. No jokes, exclusive live footage of Sam Bankman-Fried being arrested. Nobody else, a lot of people have the court footage, a lot of people have him walking out in handcuffs. But how many of them have got Sam Bankman-Fried actually being arrested? That's what we're going to see today. Get
1: the fuck out of bed, bitch, go. Get up, get up, and then they got got to wake up, bitch. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up.
0: In the last 24 hours sam bankman Fried has been arrested denied bail uh, escorted to his jail cell i've done a show i've done a twitter spaces i'm back here on another show i was with cz on a separate twitter spaces i've got a lot of stuff to show you uh from cz's twitter spaces talking about the binance bank run which is currently underway actually as we said yesterday it's much more of a bank walk uh today it's become much more of a bank dawdle it's like it's like it's like it's like a bank walk, but when you're actually stoned, it's like, oh, you know, everything's like very, very, very slow. Um, as I said today, there are, as I can see, there's 2,750 of you watching this live right now. I have, today, I have live exclusive footage, exclusive footage. Nobody's seen this footage yet of SPF actually getting arrested the minute that the Bahamas police walk through the door. I've got live footage of that. If you want that footage smash the like button, let's get to 2,500 likes. If we get to 2,500 likes, I release the footage. If we don't, I give the footage to David Gokstein from Gokstein Media, he can release the footage. The guy that buys his Twitter followers, we're gonna talk about that guy as well today. Um, It's true, I did fire the intern earlier, we'll talk about why I fired the intern, we'll talk about today's FOMC meeting and yesterday's interest rate meeting and specifically, 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 the question that should be on your mind's um, is what the hell happened there yesterday. Why did the NASDAQ go up from the, its bottom yesterday of whatever, up 6% only to then come down from there back to where it is now, back another 3%. So you've got to got to ask questions because if that's what happened yesterday when we got a positive inflation number, then you've got to ask what's going to happen next. That's what you're going to do. So you do what you need to do, smash a like button, subscribe. We are on 594,000 subscribers. We need to get to 600,000 subscribers before Christmas. There's not many days left. There's like 11 days left until Christmas. Um, also, but there's not many shows because tomorrow I'm doing a show. Friday, I'm not here. Friday, I'm flying to the World Cup uh, to watch the final in Qatar. Uh, I was invited by BitGet, one of our sponsors. Um, hopefully I'm gonna meet Messi because they sponsor Lionel Messi. So that may, maybe I'll meet Messi. Um, then I'm back on Tuesday only. I think I'll do a show on Tuesday and then I might spend some time with the family if there's not much going on uh, in, in on the markets. Uh, I may do some Twitter spaces when I'm on vacation or I may just finally take a vacation. So help me get to 600,000 subscribers. Help Kyle get to 600,000 subscribers. Help Jimmy get to 600,000 subscribers so you can stop watching Pornhub at work. Let's do this. Um, go Morocco. By the way, you see, I won my bet yesterday. I won my bet yesterday on Sportsbet. There it is. So I'm back up. I've got $233. My bet, my money tonight is on Morocco. Uh, I want I want it to be a Morocco-Argentina final. Um, if you haven't taken your bet, sportsbet.io, of course, you can use your your um, crypto to, to take those bets. <coughs> All right, let's get into alpha for today. As I said, I'm going to bring you the highest uh, alpha per minute show in the world. You're going to smash the like button, and that's what's going to happen. And as I'm looking at my screen now, Bitcoin is at 17,940. It's like tickling. It's just tickling that 18,000 in anticipation of today's FOMC meeting, which happens just after the uh, interest rate numbers that we got yesterday. Now, today is also a very big day for Bitcoin, not only because of the FOMC meeting, but also Because today is exactly 400 days into the bear market. So if you're here, 400 days into the bear market. If you survive until Christmas, you've survived the longest bear market in the world. Also, um, today is the first day in history where if you take Bitcoin over a five-year period, the price of Bitcoin five years ago today was lower than the price of Bitcoin today. Despite all the progress that we've made The price today is the first day that the price of Bitcoin is lower than it was five years ago. So, I mean, if that doesn't, and and there's been so much development in those five years. Um, If that doesn't tell you that there's value out there, then then I don't know. I don't know. So listen, if you are celebrating today, happy 400-day bear market for those who celebrate. Uh, For those who don't celebrate, let's look at the other charts. Um, Do you celebrate 400-day bear markets? You do. Always. Always. You're a bear. Dollar index dixie under 104 which is good ahead of tonight's fomc meeting um nasdaq flat ahead of tonight's fomc meeting bnb recovering yesterday it was at 250 when we had the bank walk now it's at 270 you see it went a little bit down but then it came up again we'll talk about that solana was back over 14 bucks back over 14 bucks show you something there today and bitcoin dominance yeah showing us that people are still going into safety so you can see people are you know, starting to creep up again. Um, still going into safety. I'm actually expecting it to start coming down. So that's what I mean. Abby Thomas says, um, run, fund me. I've never won anything. What's your Bybit or BitGet account number? If you don't, do it, I mean, that's like asking for something, but not telling me where to send the money. Tell me where to put the money and I'll do that. Also, remember we said 2,500 likes. We released live footage of SBF getting uh, arrested, which no one else has except the banter fam. Um, okay. Let's look at the numbers. So inflation yesterday, good day, 7.15 or 7.19%. Inflation is now increasing at a decreasing rate, right? So, uh, sorry, decreasing at an increasing rate. Jam- James, what are you doing? Oh, he's packing his laptop in. Okay. So we had inflation at 8.2, then it went down to 7.7. Now inflation is at 7.1. So the numbers are going down. Let's look at what made up the inflation. So you can see that most of the things that made up inflation are actually down. So for example, uh, the blue, which is goods, it's down, the inflation is down. The orange, which is food, inflation is down. The energy, it's down. The one thing that is not down is uh, services, excluding uh, food and energy, which is actually a function of wages and salaries, you can see that that's slightly, slightly, slightly up. That's what Powell's walking into the FOMC meeting today. We're expecting Powell to make an interest rate decision. You don't get any points whatsoever for getting what, guessing what kind of interest rate hike is going to do, because eighty percent of people are saying it's going to be a fifty basis point rate hike. That's pretty obvious. That's not what we're listening for tonight. We are listening for tonight. We're listening to see what they think the terminal funds rate is going to be. In other words, where do they think interest rates are going to stop increasing? Now, to show you what's happening, what you will realize is that usually the Fed funds rate keeps being increased until it is above inflation. So you can imagine that the funds, the, the, the interest rate is going to increase. Tonight is going to increase from four to four and a half percent. And we're, this is probably going to continue until such time as the the funding rate is higher than the inflation. You can see that that's what happened in every other cycle. Now, my estimate is that this goes to about 5%. And when when we get to 5%, inflation will also be at around 5%. And that's where they stop. The market is also pricing in 5% now, which is down from 5.25%. So all in all, we're on the right trajectory. Okay, look. I really want to watch the France-Morocco game. Really, really, really want to watch it. Um, But I know you also want to watch the, the Powell press conference. I know that. I'll make you a deal. If we can watch both, like if we can toggle between both, I'll watch it with you and we'll do a viewing party. If not, then I think I'd rather watch the football. So let me know if you want to watch with us tonight. If you're going to be here with us tonight, cool. Um, then I'll do it with you guys. If not, then um, I'll watch it at home with the kids and you guys can watch it at home with the kids. And then we can all just listen to Pyle by ourselves. You let me know. All right. Um, Kyle, what is the like situation at the moment? Is it 2,500? Before I get into the Sam Bankman feed, it was a big day for Sam Bankman feed yesterday. I've got footage of him in jail. 1-3. One three. One three. No, come on, guys. Smash. Smash those likes. Okay, what well, let's do this. Hold on. Let's 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 do this together. I can see that it's you know it's not everyone that's playing with us here. Let's uh, do this. Hold on. Let's 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 First do this together. Of... Let's stop that. Okay. Now let's watch the likes live together. And let's see if we can get two. Okay, we have one. Now we have one five. We have one thousand five hundred. One six you guys are doing good you guys are doing good you're doing good you're doing good when that gets to two thousand we show you the SBF video that no one has seen of SBF actually getting arrested and going to jail it's it's exclusive footage no one has seen this footage no one no one no one in the world has seen this footage it only it was an exclusive given to banter by the owner of the footage one eight you can do this, guys. You can do this. You can do this. 1-9. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. All right. So here it is. Um, yesterday was a very big day for Sam Bankman-Fried. You know, he has been arrested in the Bahamas. He was arrested on charges in the, in the United States, not on charges in the Bahamas. And they are now holding him on those charges. So we have the footage of SPF the minute that he was being arrested. Very scary. Very, 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 very scary watch this yeah so i mean yeah if you think about it like that so like yeah bob sends to tony tony sends to erica and then erica sends to alameda like yeah so technically yes i sent the funds to alameda but it was by accident so you did
2: transfer funds uh no i did
1: not technically did you or did you not transfer the funds yes i did okay you did transfer the funds no fbi open up we have you surrounded Fuck, 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 fuck. Sorry, I, I have a do not disturb sign on my door. It's it's on my door for a reason. Um, Caroline, Caroline, fuck. I need the private keys to the customer accounts. Fuck. Um, fuck. I need to transfer everything to your hardware wallet. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, Caroline, I need the fucking private keys. Open up. Uh, my Nintendo Switch. Fuck. Um, Freeze. Hey, hey fellas. Um, hey. So can I pay you? I, I can pay you guys a lot of money right now. I can make it very much, you very good. What's penguins, name, Do you take Celsius?
0: No yeah, one, so I mean, yeah, if you think, I mean, no other channel, not no other channel in the world has shown you that exclusive footage of SBF actually being arrested. So he was arrested, as we said, and he was taken to the Bahamas to appear in court. Um, and there was chaos because when they took him to the Bahamas to appear in court, um, he they they brought him in the wrong entrance. So all the reporters were standing on one entrance and then he came through another entrance, so they tricked all the journalists. And I mean, it was, it was absolute havoc. I'll show you some of the footage yesterday. Quite funny, but it's like funny, not funny.
3: Which we were told would not happen this morning. But from where we're standing, I can see her signaling to police. Sam Bankman-Fried is on the other side of the court. I'm going to ask my cameraman just to just pick up the camera to go with me this morning. We're told that he is not being brought in on the eastern side of the court. Which is so run, see, to
0: run they, they basically tricked all the journalists for a journalist all the journalists had to run as you can see So what okay so that's that's how that's how it started yesterday western side then he went to the court and actually what he was doing in the court what was he was fighting for a few things and one of the things that he was fighting for was was being extradited and his par- I mean, he arrived at the court, he was wearing a blue suit. He wasn't wearing his normal SPF shorts and FTX shirt. He His parents were listening to the court proceedings and his mom, every time they called him a fugitive, apparently his mom laughed and she pretty much laughed quite loudly. Um, his dad was blocking his ears um, to not hear some of the court proceedings, almost like to block out some of the uh, court proceedings. Now, what happened was they tried to convince the judge to allow SPF out of um, bail, to allow SPF out on bail. And I mean, look, they had a pretty good reason to get him out on bail. Okay, and I want want you to see this reason because I think think it really is a very, very, very good reason. He said that he wanted to pay $250,000 bail because he's got ADD, he's got anxiety and he's vegan. Okay. So like now like vegan is like a handicap for, for not being in jail, um, for, for not getting bail. Anyway, long story short, the judge didn't buy any of the shit. Um, luckily the judge said that, um, even though poor SBF suffered from depression, insomnia and ADD and now apparently also veganism, um, the judge said, no way. The judge says, you're not getting any bail. You're too much of a flight risk. And not only that, you have to stay in correctional services until the 8th of Feb. So now the guy's got like two months now staying in a prison. I want to show you what this prison looks like, okay? Um, it's, a shit, it's a shit place. Like, i sh- I got to show you this. This is really not... Um, hold on a second. Let me, let me find you some pictures. This is, yeah, this is the prison that SBF will be in until the 8th of Feb. Can I remember? Bahamas is hot. It's like a, it's hot. It's a tropical island. You remember BitBoy was wearing that floral shirt. That's where SBF is going to be until the 8th of Feb. He was escorted out of the uh, court wearing handcuffs. You can see that over here. We're seeing some activity. Uh, police officers, we can see. Let me give you a bit better. Hand. Let me give you something a bit better just so that you can see it a bit more. Um, so that's him uh, with his handcuffs and his, his blue suit. That's him walking out of the courtroom um, with his handcuffs on, getting escorted to the jail where he's going to be at least until the 8th of Feb. At least until the 8th of Feb. You can see that over there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the site of, uh, of what, what we had yesterday. So that's SPF, n- not a great day for SPF, actually quite a bad day for SPF later on yesterday. I don't know if you guys were following, um, my Twitter spaces and the shows, but what we did was we actually broadcast the New York, um, it's not the attorney general. It's the, the U S attorney for the Southern district of New York. This guy was brutal. He was harsh. Okay. He, I mean, this is, we'll listen to some
4: parts of this. CFC and CFTC have been working. Ar-
0: so he said, look, the first thing is, it, the, this thing wasn't just the attorney general. This, this thing was the SEC, the CFTC, the FBI, like a lot of people, a lot of people were involved in, in, in charging sbf And
4: our partners at the FBI. SEC and CFTC have been working around the clock to figure out what happened and to begin the process of seeking justice. This morning, we unsealed an eight count indictment charging Samuel Bankman-Fried, FTX's founder, with a series of interrelated fraud schemes that contributed to FTX's collapse. I authorized these charges last week, Wednesday. A grand jury here in Manhattan indicted Mr. Bankman-Fried Last week, Friday, we obtained a warrant for his arrest and that arrest was executed yesterday in the Bahamas.
0: Okay, so let's just pause there for a second. And so last week, Wednesday, they thought that they had enough to indict uh, SBF, which means that it took them exactly a month from the time that they thought that they had enough and from the time that FTX started to collapse until the time that they thought that they had enough to indict him. Now, remember, these guys don't play games. They won't indict you unless they've got a signed and sealed case. And we heard that yesterday in the testimony.
4: Let me be clear. My remarks today are going to be limited. That is by design. This investigation is very much ongoing and it is moving very quickly. But I also want to be clear about something else. While this is our first public announcement, it will not be our last.
0: More shit's coming.
4: The indictment has eight counts, but effectively, it outlines four different areas of misconduct. First, we allege that bankman freed defrauded customers of FTX.com, the cryptocurrency exchange that he founded. Second, we allege that he defrauded lenders to Alameda Research, his proprietary hedge fund. Third, we allege that he defrauded investors in, F- in FTX.
0: And fourth was a crazy one, violated campaign finance laws. And lastly,
4: we allege that he violated campaign finance laws. Now, let me say a little bit more about what we allege in the indictment. First, we charge that from 2019 until earlier this year, Bankman-Fried and his co conspirators stole billions of dollars from FTX customers. He used that money for his personal benefit, including to make personal investments and to cover expenses and debts of his hedge fund Alameda research. Secondly and relatedly, we charge that Bankman-Fried lied to Alameda's lenders about the source of the money that he was using to pay those debts. Third, we charge that earlier this year in the midst of the crypto crisis, Bankman-Fried lied to investors in FTX about the fact that he had sent billions of dollars in FTX customer money to Alameda. And fourth, We charge that Bankman-Fried violated federal campaign finance laws by causing tens of millions of dollars in illegal campaign contributions to be made to candidates and committees associated with both Democrats and Republicans.
0: That's big because they can then come after the politicians for accepting the wrong kind of money.
4: These contributions were disguised to look like they were coming from wealthy co-conspirators when in fact the contributions were funded by Alameda Research with stolen customer money. And all of this dirty money was used in service of Bankman frieds desire to buy bipartisan influence and impact the direction of public policy in Washington. To anyone who was watching this or hears about this prosecution, if you believe that you have been a victim of these schemes or you have information.
0: Listen to this. He's going to say, if you were involved, come to us before we come to you
4: about the conduct that we've alleged in our indictment that we've unsealed today, please let us know. To any person, entity, or political campaign that has received stolen customer money, we ask that you work with us to return that money to the innocent victims. The, 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 and to anyone who participated in wrongdoing at FTX or Alameda Research and who has not yet come forward, I would strongly encourage you to come see us before we come see you. Now, let me say a word about our partners at the FBI, the SEC, and the CFTC. The women and men of the FBI. Okay, so are-
0: the rest of it, he, he thanks the <clears throat> all the parties that were involved, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. And what we realize is that this guy's not playing games. He also said multiple times, he said, this is the first arrest. It's not the last arrest it means that there's a lot of people that they probably have on their radar that are about to go down. And these guys ain't playing games. They also highlighted that the whistleblower, the person who informed or who ratted on on SBF got $20 million. So the whistleblower, the SEC made a press release that said that they have a whistleblower and they paid this whistleblower $20 Twenty million dollars, and they say they, they what they say in this press release is like, if you are a whistleblower, they're trying to show to you, look, you can earn a lot of money. So, I mean, I have a very serious question about this this uh, whistleblowing kind of thing. Uh, twenty million dollars is a is a hell of a lot of money, and I'm just wondering what Caroline is going to do with the twenty million dollars. I Just I'm, for the life of me, I I, I want to know what Caroline is going to do with her newly found. 20 million dollars. It is Caroline, of course it's Caroline. Is there music playing? No? no? Amazing, now let's get some music on. All right, um, that wasn't the end of SPF yesterday, by the way. So on top of that, they had the testimony that SPF was supposed to attend. So SPF didn't attend, but um, John Ray, the guy that's liquidating SPF, the guy that liquidated um, Enron, he was there. He was facing the testimony. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I want to just show you something. I think it's actually really funny. Um, so the first thing is when they addressed SBF, Senator Brad Sherman g- comes up and he says, listen to this, you, you, you tell me. I think it's brilliant.
5: Now, Sam Bankman-Fried, uh, or should I say
0: inmate 14372. Um, so he's now known one purpose- as inmate 14,372 is no longer Sam Bankman-Fried. This John Ray guy is pretty impressive, I must say. I didn't expect him to be this good. He seems like he's really smart. He seems like he's done a lot of work in in a very short period of time. He seems like he's got a grasp on things, but there's still a lot more coming in. And he was asked about um, how FTX is worse than Enron. So he said, one of the things he said, he said, FTX is the worst mess that he's ever seen in his entire career. And I asked him, well, how, well how, how is FTX worse than Enron? And, and this is Can what he please responded. Can you
4: elaborate on some of the specific ways FTX is worse than one of the largest corporate frauds in history?
5: The the FTX group is unusual in the sense that you know I've done probably a, a dozen large you know scale bankruptcies over my career, including Enron, of course. Uh, every one of those entities had some financial problem or another. Uh, they have some characteristics that are in common. Uh, this one is unusual, and it's unusual in the sense that literally you know there's no record keeping whatsoever. It's in the absence of record keeping. Employees would communicate, you know, invoicing and expenses on on Slack, which is, you know, essentially a uh, you know a way of communicating for chat rooms. Uh, they use QuickBooks, multi-billion-dollar company using QuickBooks. 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 Uh, nothing against QuickBooks; very nice tool, just not for a multi-billion-dollar company. <laughs> uh, there's no independent board, right? We, we had one person really controlling this. Uh, Quick no books. independent board. That's highly unusual.
0: They were using QuickBooks to run the, the biggest, third biggest exchange in the world, moving around billions of dollars every single day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were moving around billions of dollars every single day, holding, I don't know, $8 billion of customer funds. <laughs> they were using an accounting system <laughs> called QuickBooks which is made for like the lady who's like a florist who's trying to run a small flower shop or a small store (laughs) that you would use QuickBooks. SPF was using QuickBooks to, to manage uh, our money. Um, Hold on just a second. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. So the next thing is they asked him whether they think that his parents were involved in in this at all were they guiding him Were they involved in this fraud? And this is what is he asked. Is there unsaid. any
1: evidence of his parents' involvement in the operations? We're any
5: investigating news? that, uh, as well as any other you know players and email, uh, Slack, you know, it's, Signal. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's billions of records. It's a okay. very vibrant environment.
3: Other
0: guys will be back in a sec. Just logging back in. i back. Am I back? Oh, I'm back. Okay. We had, a, we had our internet drop for some reason. Who knows why the internet dropped. Um, so that was, he was asked about his parents and whether his parents were there. Um, and for now, he says he doesn't know. We did have some senators that were very smart. And some senators that were not very smart. That's always the case. Some of the senators didn't even know that John Ray wasn't an FTX employee. They thought that he's been an FTX employee all along. Like, didn't you read the memo that this guy's just come in to liquidate the place? He's walked into a mess. Half the guys didn't even, he didn't even realize that. Okay, then we had Tom Emmer, our champion, this is the guy that wants Gary Gensler to testify. Ray, I appreciate
1: you mentioning uh, your concerns in the beginning of my questioning about the concentration of power in a small group of individuals with no oversight. That is the exact problem that open and permissionless technology like crypto and blockchain solve. It solves for the problems of centralization. You stated in your testimony that you've never seen such a, quote, utter failure of corporate controls at every level of an organization, from the lack of financial statements to a complete failure of any internal controls or governance whatsoever. Close quote. FTX had disastrous or even non-existent systems for accounting or audit, cash management, cybersecurity, human resources, risk management, and other unacceptable management practices that currently make your job to uncover the facts quite difficult. Fortunately, the immutable characteristics of public blockchains that some people would care not to understand in this committee allowed the crypto community to reveal Sam Bankman-Fried's fraud and the on-chain public record will assist law enforcement moving forward. I encourage my colleagues to understand Sam Bankman-Fried's con for what it is, a failure of centralization, a failure of business ethics and a crime. It is not a failure of technology. I've worked across the aisle since I came to Congress, so the future of crypto reflects American values, the same way the internet does today. For the most engaged members of Congress on crypto policy, the FTX collapse remind us of why we care so deeply about this technology. Decentralization is the point. Thank you, and I yield back. So there were some senators
0: that were actually really amazing. Him, Warren Davidson, was actually amazing. And then we got this, and this is quite scary. And if I were some of the traders, I would be very, very, very scared. Listen to this.
3: My friend from Wisconsin was talking about uh, Chapter 15 versus Chapter 11. And that's basically the the Bohemian government or uh, outside, uh, what do they call it, joint provisional liquidators are trying to wrangle control of this bankruptcy. Um, is that fair to say?
5: It seems that way, yes.
3: And arguably, um, you're going to be going after the $100 million that was uh, allowed by 1,500 Bohemian citizens to Take out that was allegedly owed, you're still going to get to the bottom of that. So you plan on going after that money, correct?
5: We'll investigate every potential cause of action.
3: And if 1,500 people in the Bahamas were allowed 25 and a half hours to withdraw $100 million, do you plan on trying to get that back and distribute it appropriately?
5: Yeah, we will certainly pursue every course of action to recover.
0: So remember that in in the liquidation, they were allowing bohemian people to withdraw for an extra 24 hours if you were bohemian and you could prove that you were bohemian you could get you could withdraw money off ftx and the, the bohemians withdrew a hundred million dollars and that is confirmed that was confirmed by sbf on our twitter spaces and a whole lot of other twitter spaces the issue is that algod trading who is the same account that Uh, that took the bet against Do Kwan. And he's, he's, you know, he's he's an anonymous account on Twitter. He was posting and he said, if anyone helps me KYC on FTX, I'm giving away hundred K. And then he said, I already submitted everything. I just need someone from FTX to process it. And then he says, no more DMs needed anymore. I'm KYC'd. And then we have links to his account, which Really implicated in being able to draw money after withdrawals had stopped, and this is Algo Trading's account, or allegedly Algo Trading's account. I gotta say, allegedly, you can be sued these days. Um, so we there is proof of this. Like, I must be honest. If I were him, I would be shitting myself. Okay, I, I'd be shitting myself. They're not. They're not gonna stop until they come after him. And even though he thinks that he's an anonymous avatar on Twitter, I think that the 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 US government is going to leave no stone unturned because this, this is as big as Enron. And they've got the same liquidator or the same uh, 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 chapter 11 guy as Enron had. And the truth is that I read a couple of things which compared Enron to SPF, but it says here, after Enron failed, nobody demanded to destroy the, en- the, the energy industry apparently. Appar- so, uh, apparently it was understood that Enron's failure was unrelated to it being an energy company. And it's the same here with FTX. After FTX collapses, collapsed, people. aren't gonna in a while. People aren't gonna think about um, uh, uh, the fact that S- that FTX was a crypto company because they were just a dishonest company that was dealing in crypto. And eventually, in the big scheme of things, that's what it's going to look like. Just like Mount Gox was the biggest thing at the time, today SBF FTX is the biggest thing, and that's pretty much what it looks like when you zoom out on the map. Now I said this yesterday, and this is really the last time that I want to talk about this. I think we're going to hear a lot less about FTX now. I think that SBF is now in jail. I don't think that he's going to be on YouTube. I don't think that he's going to be doing any more um, YouTube interviews and stuff like that. And I think that we've had our pity party. We've spoken to it. We've spoken about it ad nauseum. He's now going to be in jail. And over time, and probably over two, three, four, five years, we're going to hear bits and pieces of the story. We're also going to hear of people getting arrested. I don't think that SBF is the first arrest, or the last arrest. I think he's the first arrest, but not the last arrest. And I think it's time that... We put the story to bed now. The damage is done. As I said in my tweet, we're still here. It's time to look to the future. And I think it's a great time to rebuild. And I think 2023, I'm glad this happened in December and November. And I think we must come back and start the new year rebuilding and forget about the past. Forget about uh, about what happened in the past and just come back and look to the future. It's great to mourn. It's great to learn about what happened. It's great to talk about it. But I think we've spoken about it enough now. I think that we've had enough YouTube interviews and spaces and stuff like that. And it's time to forget about it and to move forward and to rebuild. So that's it, I'm glad it's gone and that's it. I don't wanna talk about SPF anymore. I wanna talk about, now I wanna talk about the other bank run, which is the bank walk. It's a very slow bank run, not much happened. It was like Raymond, um, I have a friend uh, his name is Ray, and when he, when he goes for a walk, he's always stoned, right? And because he's stoned, so because he's stoned, he walks very slowly. So you can't really go for a walk with him because he's like you know, he's like chilling. He's like, you know, you want to go for a walk? He's chilling. That's how the bank run was at FTX yesterday. Do you know him?
1: <laughs> I don't know who you speak of.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, so. There was, a, there was a lot of FUD. Yesterday was a big day on Binance. Almost 40,000 Bitcoin were withdrawn off Binance. 2,000 Bitcoin were withdrawn every hour. It is a massive, massive, massive bank run yesterday on Binance. And it's a, a bank, sorry, it's a bank walk. Um, and in this bank run, people were publishing screenshots. Incredible people. Dylan Leclerc is very credible. He was the one who called the, the collapse of Celsius. He was the guy that, that called out. That. He's an on-chain analyst. He was posting screenshots. These screenshots were scary. When I read them, I got like a bit of a, a shiver inside. It says, let people know to get their funds off Binance. Use my tweet if you want to or create your own. People need to know. Execs are bailing. Institutional capital is fleeing and charges are coming just a heads." And then the next day, just a heads up that a bunch of Binance stories are going to hit the tape this week. Reporters are hitting me up constantly. He says, really, can you give me more info? Can We, we can keep this anonymous if you'd like. They've confirmed leadership losses, accounting contacts, uh, serious issues with their proof of reserves. No reporter can confirm or identify the parent or ownership structure of Binance and contract down a meaningful listing of executives beyond CZ. All items and stories that are set to come out on, in outlets like CNBC, Bloomberg, Truth, et cetera. The so guy says, Can I post a screen cap of this interaction? No worries. If not, I can keep it on. Yes, and you don't have to keep it on. I'm fine. So that was Dylan LeClaire. And that really did spark a bank run yesterday. And we saw the Binance reserves according to the Nansen wallet go from about sixty-three billion to fifty-nine billion. So in one day, people withdrew three, three percent of their money of Binance. We're in crypto. Three percent is not even we did not even wake up for three percent. Like basically three percent. That's like stock market kind of returns. Anyway. The whole bank run led to 3% of of the money being withdrawn on Binance. It looks like there is stability now. I'm just refreshing the wallet because sometimes the wallet takes time to refresh. Um, It'll take time to refresh. We'll go back and look at it. Um, Also, there was fight around BUSD. I showed that to you yesterday. Um, The guys from Paxos came out and wrote a Medium article saying, look, the reason would, would you believe me if I told you the problem is traditional banks and the interaction between stablecoins? Because in order to redeem the stablecoins, you had to go through a bank in New York. And so that was the bank run, sorry, the bank walk with Raymond. Um, that was the slow bank walk, but, you know, one of those slow bank walks. I would say right now, there's really, really, really no issue with Binance. And especially after CZ came out and spoke on the spaces, that's a difference. SBF disappeared. CZ keeps us updated points us towards data, et cetera, et cetera. And generally, I would say that after the spaces where I was on the spaces, um, there would be nothing to worry about, except that Jim Cramer again says, do you feel as reassured by Binance as I do? I mean, everything was fine until Jim Cramer said he feels reassured. (laughs) And then CZ replied to him and said, oh, Jim, please don't take Binance. Please don't use Binance for the sake of everyone else. Half joking. Um, so yeah, that's it. Look, there was a Spaces with CZ. I joined the Spaces for a little bit. Um, let me just see if I can find you some of the, the cool clips uh, from the Spaces. I did have it. I was listening to it. Uh, hold on a second. Let me let me get it for you guys. We do. I, I did ask him a whole lot of questions. There were a whole lot of que- good questions asked by a whole lot of other people. Um... And generally, he just made people feel very comfortable that everything was fine. Um, let me play you one or two. I don't think we should spend too much time on it. You can go and get the recording. You can go and get the recording uh, off. Um, hold on, let's just close that. You can get the recording off Twitter, off the spaces. Um, cool. So at about six twenty-five, which is about here, he says that there are reserves. The reserves are one to one, and nothing's going to change it. And-
2: they generalize that, um, and um, that's just human behavior. So that's fine, right? So people want people want to withdraw their funds from Binance. Great, um, they can do it. It's their freedom. Um, later on, when they want to trade, they will, they will deposit back. That's their freedom. So um, and uh, we hold cash reserves, we hold crypto reserves and cash reserves one to one. We hold user asset reserves one to one. There's no amount of FUD. There's no amount of uh, withdrawal that will put us under pressure. So, um, um, so yeah, we just, we just handle that. So um, there is a lot, especially yesterday, I can you can just feel the overall market is quite edgy, right? Everyone's really concerned. Everyone's really worried. Everyone has PTSD. Um, my, my psychology just works like that. Uh, at certain times everybody feels the same. feels
0: So he confirms that they backed one-to-one, no amount of FUD's going to take that. He was asked about the proof of addresses um, and why it's taking so long
4: divulged that there was going to be another batch of proof of reserves coming out that were going to include additional assets. Uh, I was just wanting to know from yourself or the team uh, how that is tracking and what the public should expect in that regard, Um, whether we'll see some more proof of reserves, including those assets by the end of this calendar year or how that's tracking otherwise. Um I based on my knowledge,
2: I I seen some stuff, some chatter yesterday internally already about all the other assets. Um there were some uh, discussions about um the actual work that's going on. Uh in order to do the proof of reserve, um, it does take effort. Um uh, and also um uh, other smaller exchanges may do it faster. But at our size, we're like, you know, we're we're quite a lot bigger. We're almost a magnitude bigger than the other the other guys in terms of cash uh um, asset holdings, et cetera, and wallet structure and number of coins we support, et cetera. So uh um yesterday I saw some chatter chatter internally about like signing the wallet so that they can verify it in, uh, and there are many wallets involved, right? So it's not it's not it's not as simple exercise as people just uh, think. So um, that's ongoing. Um, I do expect that to, uh, I do expect the next batch to come up in the next couple of weeks. I don't know exactly. Um, in, Bin- in Binance internally, we don't usually use a lot of uh, deadlines. Um, people work pretty fast already, and we try not to push, um, especially on the wallet side.
0: It's a big job. Uh, I mean, we, uh, You're reconciling $70 billion or $60 billion worth of altcoins of in different wallets. That's going to take quite long. I hopped onto Spaces because he called me because he saw me because i wasn't actually listening i was in a meeting and then he called me He's like where's ryan uh, and then i, I, I can the give call. you a very
2: honor or whatever contractual obligation so i asked him a few um, questions maybe other- it's a bit too too vague too broad um so i'll skip to the next
0: question i'll probably go for the next question uh it's, easy, it's, it's run again and you may have addressed something while i was while i was not on and maybe just for my benefit uh, if you don't mind addressing it again um i think in the last couple of days obviously there has been a lot of fad uh, I think people have a lot of PTSD after the the FTX collapse. Um, but it seems to me also like the FAD is coming from the same, from the same, I want to say people or organizations, but it seems like the bullets keep being fired by the same um, people. Do you have any idea as to why certain people, organizations, um, which don't seem to be direct competitors to you guys, would have an agenda?
2: So interestingly
0: um somebody else asked me this question before too
2: um it's like wait a second isn't you know sam already you know um gone and uh, why are this guy still writing flat about binance um, i don't know so there's a there's a few possible explanations right they may already have already been paid already in full so they need to carry out their, their end of the service just for their credibility or honor or whatever contractual obligations um, there may be other people who are pissed off that you know uh, um, we somehow destroyed their source of revenue or source of income, um, so they're still attacking us. Um, there's many different possibilities. the end, end of the day, we don't know. Uh, we don't really uh, we don't really try to spend time on. it. We try to build keep our keep our platform solid. So I think um,
0: that was one question. And then I asked me about because I've got a concern like. If Binance becomes, you know, FTX fails, most of the traders that used to go on FTX have now gone to Binance. We've seen that in the statistics. And I'm worried that through FTX failing, we're building another big centralized player. Now, even though it's Binance, and to me, I really trust Binance, um, I don't know if I want one big, massive player controlling the whole industry, because that's one single point of failure. So i asked ask CZ that question. Here's the answer.
2: that we provide the best product services. We're totally solid. We we have no um we have no uh
0: backups on withdrawals, deposits, everything works smoothly. So that's all we care about. I must say I think that a stress test like the one I don't know if you, I don't even know if you want to call the last couple of days a stress test because if you look at it in the big scheme of things it was very, very small. So then it was a real stress test. I think those are healthy because we want to stress test this industry. I think in the old days, as uh, Simon Dixon mentioned in one of my shows yesterday, we used to do like a, a certain day of the month where it's like uh, you, your keys, your Bitcoin day or whatever, where you, you know, everyone withdrew their Bitcoin off exchanges to see if exchanges were solvent. I do wanna ask you one more question and it, it's, I know it's gonna be very tough for you to answer it, but as, outside, as people that are not inside Binance and obviously big fans of Binance, there is a situation now where Binance, especially because FTX collapsed, has consolidated and become even stronger and more powerful in this industry. And if you look at the reserves on Binance and you compare it to all the other competitors, and if you look at the the um, trade on Binance and you compare it to all the other competitors, Binance is by, by multiples bigger than, than the nearest competitor and maybe even most other competitors put together. Now, you'll understand that for an industry which is unregulated or not sufficiently regulated, for an industry industry which is multi-jurisdictional, which is, you know, crypto is very, very unique. That one central point of potential failure is very, very, very scary for the industry. Now, it is testament to how well you guys have done and to the fact that you guys have done things right and that you've earned the trust of of the community in the past. But what are your views on the fact that, you know, you are so big in the industry um, and that there is potentially one potential point of failure from uh, the way outsiders outside it. Wondering on what your views are on, on how, how that gets fixed going forward or does it need to be fixed going forward? Um,
2: yeah, so that's actually a very good question, right? Um, uh, that's Listen. actually some really interesting topics we can, <laughs> we can dig into. Um, some- first of all, on the withdrawals, um, so there has always been this concept for January 3rd, uh, everyone should withdraw their money from the exchanges, et cetera. Um, I think that's actually a very good idea, but in practice, um, you know, there was a lot of thought yesterday um, over the last 48 hours or so. Um, people say, look, there was billions with withdraw- net withdrawals from Binance. Guess what? That's less than 2% of the, of the assets on Binance, right? So it's actually quite hard to get people to move, um, so it's, it's very difficult to do this test. Every, um, there's many different reasons. Um, number one, it costs money to do this, right? So, for 120 million, for 120, 130 million users, and each have multiple different assets. So, um, I I don't know what the average is. Probably, you know, 10, 20 different assets for for. So look, he
0: thought it was he thought it was a bad idea. He said it's it's too expensive. Sorry, I needed to go. Sometimes when you drink too much, you just have to go. Um, he said it was too expensive. I then asked him about a, a big centralized entity, and he said, "Look, we're pretty much just better than everyone else. I'll try and play you a little part of that, and then." System side, um, I think. I think point. proof of. I think proof of reserves has resolved that. To be honest, I think that what I mentioned was something we used to do in the olden days. But I think today, uh, we're already starting to see multiple proof of reserves. I think the Nansen dashboard yesterday, for example, was was very very um, uh, helpful in showing exactly the extent of the in inverted commerce yep. bank run. Um, let's go. Back, let's go to the point around. Yeah, yeah. So you guys so, doing things r- too right for too long and building a business that's maybe too big.
2: Yeah. So, and so on this point, um, I think microseller said it best. There is no second place. You know, um, in a decentralized world, you are free to choose whichever platform you want to use. And all platform, most platforms are global, other than US, right? So, most platforms are global. Um, why would you choose to use? Why would you choose to use a second place um, exchange where yes second, probably second grade security practices? second amount of investments in security teams, security infrastructure, et cetera. The second investment, the second number of users using it, the second selection of uh, uh, available coins to trade on, um, the second reputation in the industry, et cetera. Why, why would people choose that instead of go for the first place? So, look, Binance, given our uh, scale, we're able to invest heavily on security. We, uh, we have stood the test of time, multiple times. We're attacked all the time by fraud, by this and that. Um, so we earn our trust. Um, so why wouldn't people come to us? So
0: that's it. So the bigger they get, the bigger they're going to get. And I guess that's, that's was one of my concerns. Anyway, that's that. The bank walk is finished. There's no more bank walk. I think for now, at least, um, let's talk about a couple of other things before we go. Um, let's talk about Canada for a second. Holy shit. Canada. Uh, for one, I heard they want to ban leverage. I heard they want to ban stable coins. Um, listen to the people of Canada. You guys keep us updated about what's going on there. Uh, also, um, I saw this, which is very, very, very cool. So, daily transactions on Arbitrum and Optimism are very close to f- to actually flipping the Ethereum Layer One. So, why is that such a big thing? Because it shows that what Ethereum is becoming is a settlement layer for a whole lot of Layer Twos, and now the Layer Twos are starting to do much more volume than the Eth Layer One, which just shows how powerful Ethereum's become because. That's the whole vision of Ethereum. It's, it's like the layer one and then a whole lot of layer twos, which actually do all the, all the transactions on the side. So that's, for me, a very positive sign and a sign that, that things are moving in the right direction. Another thing which I saw, which I think worth talking about, is if you look at the value of NFTs in the last 30 days, not the number of transactions, because remember that the number of transactions, the biggest uh, v- value is obviously going to be Ethereum, is Solana. But in terms of value, look at the value of the transaction. So obviously Ethereum is the biggest, 419 million. Then it's Solana, then it's Immutable X. So if you're into to to investing behind NFTs, maybe look at Immutable X and you know my thoughts on Solana. They just have to get rid of the the overhang. And then we've got the bit the GBTC premium. So it's minus 50% yesterday, which means you're getting Bitcoin at 50% off if you're buying it through the GBTC trust. That is absolutely absolutely. Crazy. And then I saw this tweet, which I liked. Jack Dorsey says, Twitter does not follow the same principles when I led. Thank God they don't. Thank God they don't. Thank God they don't. All right, listen. Let's do a couple of of giveaways. Uh, Box number two, right? Just say it, come on, box number two. If you're on Bybit, if you used our, our, our referral link, you can now get fifty thousand dollars up to fifty thousand dollars i know you chose box number two box number two of yeah. course so inside box number one five hundred dollars but you're not getting box number one inside box number two once that that's three one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars Box two is definitely gonna have the highest amount because it always does. Oh, $750. What do you know? The game's not rigged. So if your box if box number two gets $750, but who is the winner? Let's see which number is the winner. What is the date today? Date's 14th to right. So we're gonna we're gonna use the list that we've got. Uh, Google random number generator okay let's just put you all in here and let google select the number for us the number is line number three five six zero if your account is line number 3560, three, is three five six zero you get seven hundred and fifty dollars three what is that? three five six zero or three nine six zero can't make a mistake here carl it's this is three, people's five, money six, three five six yeah. zero 3560, account number 3560 is 414-770088. If that's you and you want 750 bucks, send an email to giveawaysacryptoband.com, verify your identity. We will send that into your into your account immediately. Um, also, if you, I'm not gonna be here next week, but when I am, I'm gonna catch up all of those. I promise you I'm gonna do the giveaways all the way until Christmas. So keep signing up using the Bybit link below. Uh, deposit $250 into your account. You don't have to trade. You don't have to do anything. You stand a chance of winning up to $50,000 a day. We haven't done a $50,000 one yet, so it could still be coming. Lastly, uh, BitGet. So actually, not lastly. If you are BitGet, there's a link below. If you've opened an account on BitGet, I don't even think you have to deposit money. You just go and you can spin and you can win cell phones, you can win Bitcoin, you can do a whole other thing. Just go and open an account on BitGet. Um, Again, these are one of the exchanges that we love and trust. Then, lastly, lastly, lastly if you are in the Miami area, or you want to be in the Miami area, let's say that you, you want to be in the Miami area, right? And you want to attend a crypto conference with me and Sheldino, and maybe Carl should also come with us. Do you want to come to Miami in January? Yeah. Okay, maybe Carl will also come with us. Um, we are attending Quanta Miami between the 25th and the 27th of January. You can see we're speakers. I'm a speaker, Sheldino Tentino is a speaker. Uh, we should get Kyle to also be a speaker, but Andre Crenia is speaking there. Charlie Shremi is speaking there. Francis Suarez, who's the mayor, is speaking there. A lot of people are speaking there. Wait, where's my... Ah, oh, there I am. So there's my picture. Old picture. I I used to... Yeah. Um, if you want to attend this uh, event, there is a link below. If you put your name and your details in the link, you're going to get a free ticket. We're giving away the to the Banter Fam, whole of tickets, and then we're going to do a party. We're going to have a big a big, big, big banter party in Miami. We're going to rent out a nightclub. We're going to get a whole lot of bottles and we're going to do what they do in Miami. That's exactly what we're going to do. To oh, okay. Let's talk about the intern. So what happened earlier? I'll tell you what happened earlier. Um, basically, what happened was there's an, there was an intern. Intern is now old school, gone. So the intern is allowed to use my Twitter account, but only allowed to use my Twitter account responsibly, right? So what happened was the intern published a tweet, which was like sensationalist about watching the show, about a Binance bank run. And then CZ wrote, he said, what, not to take how I talked about, because he talked about sensational headline earlier. And then I said, obviously I just saw this, I said I fired the intern, which I did. The intern is now gone, history. If you, By the way, if you are looking for an intern with no social media skills at all, we have one. Just email me. I'll give you the. So I'll give you the, the intern's details. Um. Anyways, so I fired the intern, and then CZ followed me back. But I mean, you got to remember that you know all these show tweets about what's coming up on the show. I can't write all of those tweets. So then I get the intern to write it. And sometimes you know the interns are not that smart. So that's what happened. Um. And then we had I don't know this guy. I think he's just farming for attention. This guy, uh, dude. This clown, guys farming for attention, 700, look, I mean, just, let's just break it down. The guy's got 704,000 followers, struggles to get more than like 33 likes, 54 likes, four likes on his tweets because he bought all his followers probably, probably, allegedly. Um, uh, he, he gets his spaces where there's 128 people and he goes and attacks me for what? Why are you attacking me, bro? Focus on yourself. He says, damn, crypto man, you talked a lot in the last 17 hours, but couldn't formulate a question for CZ on the AMA. Somebody get Luigi, I mean Mario. The guy's having a dip in me, in me and Mario. This is that clown that was punting XRP. This is that clown that was allegedly buying followers. This is that clown that... Guy's got 700,000 followers, can't get 100 likes. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what I think we should do? I think we should just block these monkeys these are bad people goodbye sir you've been cancelled see you later he's gone so am i gone i'll see you guys again tomorrow until then have fun trade well my friends much love Disney, a Disney thing. <laughs> I kind of like it.